welcome to another episode of BTS by the Book, a podcast that explores BTS through books about BTS, one chapter at a time. I'm your host. I call myself the BTS Bookworm. I know other people may use that nickname as well, and I apologize to all the others. I use it because I'm a university librarian. And when I first was introduced to BTS by one of my children, I very much liked the group. I liked their music. I liked their style. I liked their choreo, what I saw of it. But it wasn't until I purchased a few books about BTS, which I did within days of discovering them, and that's when I fell in love with the group because I learned more about them and their background and their history and uh, learned more about each individual member of the group, etc., etc. And so it was through books that I fell in love with BTS. And that's why I call myself the BTS Bookworm. The weekly plan for this podcast is to consider one chapter of one BTS book with a combination. It's not balanced by any stretch. Mostly it's overview and then some review. And I do this in a rotating fashion, never looking at the same book in consecutive weeks. If we talk about one book one week, we may not talk about about it again for a month and a half. And I do that out of respect for the authors of these books and out of respect for copyright. I want authors who may happen to listen to know I'm on their side. And I never want to take away from their work, their sales, etc. In fact, it's just the opposite. Today's book is a book called Philosophizing About BTS. It was published in 2020 by Bimil Sincere. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. The author is Cha Minju. I hope I'm pronouncing that name right. I'm not sure if this book is available in hard copy format. I've, I've looked, but not extensively. I know it's readily available uh, in a Kindle format, perhaps other digital formats, uh, but you'll find it on Amazon quite easily. There are four chapters in the book, and we'll be looking at chapter one. It's called For the World. Now, what I I'm trying to do consistently, instead of just plopping everyone down in the middle of a book, admittedly, this is chapter one, but uh, I I like to provide people with enough context to discover what the author was trying to do with the book so that you understand how this chapter fits into that. Now, I want to read a fairly lengthy quote from the intro of the book. I apologize to the author for reading so much, but uh, I had trouble narrowing down Uh, And so here is uh, a paragraph and a half from the intro. Quote, In this book, I will try to link BTS's message with the philosophies of various thinkers. From Nietzsche, who I think comes closest to BTS's theory and philosophy, to Hegel, Spinoza, Kierkegaard, Arendt, Deleuze, John Rawls, and even Adorno. I will also try to reason through the differences between BTS and other idol groups, not in terms of a formula for success, but rather in terms of seeking differences. I hope that the connections between BTS and these philosophers will increase understanding of philosophy among young people. 
I also hope to affirm the strength of BTS's message and the depth of their philosophical reasoning, to provide a method of comforting lonely and struggling young people and to allow readers to experience BTS's movingly beautiful metaphors in the language of the new generation. End quote. Now, one key sentence from here, which I think is a perfect backdrop for chapter one, is the intention of the author to hopefully catch young people's attention, specifically turning them on more towards uh, philosophy, understanding it, maybe appreciating it. And I feel like the hook this author is using, and, and this is a smart move, you know, because you go up to a, a young person and say, hey, do you like philosophy? No. Do you like BTS? Yes. You know, uh, that that's a, a realistic scenario. I think the hook for the author is BTS. But you could tell his maybe greater passion is philosophy, and, and he's hoping, I think, to catch the attention and the interest of young people, uh, drawing them into philosophy, deep thinking, etc., about the world, and uh, using BTS as that hook. And so we'll see that a time or two in chapter one for sure. I would estimate that if this chapter was in a printed hard copy format, it'd be about 20 pages. Okay, and there are five sections in chapter one. The chapter is called For the World, and we have a section called Consumer Society, another called Giving Up Generation, Not My Responsibility, Part 3, Golden Spoon and Dirt Spoon, Four, Change, and Five, Morality and Justice. So here's some overview of this chapter one. The first section of For the World is Consumer Society. And the first philosopher mentioned is uh, is a lesser-known philosopher. You know, several big names like Nietzsche and Hegel were mentioned in the intro. But from my experience with Chapter 1, the average philosopher mentioned is going to be a lesser-known figure, someone you just couldn't walk up to and say, hey, have you ever heard of this philosopher? Uh, I would say the first philosopher is uh, Jean Beau. Driard. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And there are a number of others. I'm not going to mention them all, all by name, but they're lesser knowns. We get to Plato later, so someone like that, big name. But a number of these are lesser knowns. This first section uh, uh, addresses consumer society, uh, specifically uh, trying to set oneself apart and uh, in a positive way amongst maybe your peers, for example, through uh, consumer practices, through purchasing things, to a, through acquiring certain things. You can fill in the blank, but one of the big blanks is through name brand clothing. Any clothing maybe you can't even afford, but somehow you make it happen and you do it uh, for the sake of how that makes you look, how that might increase your status in the eyes of uh, those in, in your immediate uh, circle. Uh, young people are highlighted, obviously, here. And the first reference to a BTS song in the book 
yes, it's chapter one is from uh, the song uh, is this the song Spine Breaker, and you know this author shows some obviously a, a keen awareness of some Korean uh, societal things and Korean uh, ideas that are common everyday understandings in maybe a Korean culture, but may not be to outsiders. Uh, Spinebreaker is, uh, according to the author, a reference to uh, the breaking of the backs of parents because of things that the young people, the kids, uh, are expecting or wanting from their parents, and namely, you know, expensive designer type uh, clothing, for example. And through a song like Spinebreaker, the author uh, highlights how BTS is criticizing this behavior. And I like how he starts the chapter with this. This is one of the better sections, I, I feel, in this chapter. Criticizing uh, youth for unnecessarily burdening their parents with this chasing of materialism chasing after materialism is how the author puts it. I only have access to the Kindle version of this book. I may have mentioned that, but it I can't tell if the author is trying to actually share in English uh, lyrics word for word from songs like Spinebreaker because there are quotation marks here and there. There might be a reference to from Spinebreaker and then a quoted section which, if you look up a uh, you know, even multiple English uh, lyrics uh, for Spinebreaker, you will not part. You will not find the wording that follows in this, these quotes here. I don't know if this is the author's own uh, translation. Uh, it it reads to me more like a paraphrase, and that's all I'm going to say. I don't, I don't know if if that's was intended because that quote makes it look like you would expect to find these exact words and lyrics in the song, but you don't. It reads more like a paraphrase to me, an author's paraphrase of the lyrics. And that happens time and again in this chapter, and I'm assuming it's uh, uh, going to be consistently done that way throughout uh, the book. And so there's another lesser-known philosopher, Norwegian, mentioned uh, in that section. The next song, again, the, the critique is the consumerism, uh, particularly in, in young people that BTS may be addressing in some of their songs. One Another song that's mentioned here, without surprise, is Go-Go. Uh, and, again, it's less quote, more paraphrase from uh, the song immediately after that. The phrase YOLO, short for You Only Live Once. This is a refrain that comes up over and again in the song Go Go. And uh, that's referred to here and what that means uh, through the lens of, of this song. And uh, the author mentions how BTS, through a song like Go Go, criticizes the culture of buying present, like today, today's happiness by taking the future as collateral. And that's a quote that I'm sharing with you, by the way. Uh, 
I feel like that section does a good job of never losing sight of BTS's actual music in dealing with some some philosophers alongside it. There's a good balance there. You never forget, you would never forget that you're reading a book about BTS in that section. In other words, I say that because there are other sections in this chapter where you just might. You might realize you're reading a book about philosophy, but you might kind of forget that the book was about BTS. Okay, so let's hold that thought. Uh, the next section of chapter one is called Giving Up Generation, as in the giving up generation and not my responsibility. There are some, there's a reference very early to the song No in period, O oh, period. And again, not a quote from the song as much as a paraphrase and the author's comment uh, that follows is, is worth mentioning. Uh, the song, no, expresses confusion over the value system one must have to survive in a system made by the previous generation. That is, if you're a young person, the system created by your parents or grandparents, etc. Now, this is a section like another one coming up that I feel like the author... I'm not saying he, he lost focus necessarily, because maybe this is what he was intending to do, but it's as if he uses BTS in, the, in a song like No as just a, a springboard into talking about economic realities uh, in our world uh, through the lens of philosophy, economic philosophy, Answering the question, why th why are things in society, economically speaking, the way they are? But but he goes on for paragraph after paragraph after paragraph with no hint of a reference to BTS. And I think some people might not enjoy that. I, I feel like this is a section of chapter one you, you kind of have to really be into philosophy to appreciate. Uh, but, but and if you're a huge BTS army type fan, you would really lament uh, the absence of a lot of BTS talk there. Uh, the next song in this section that's mentioned is uh, "Dope," and there's uh, some phraseology that's seemingly uh, common among Korean people, not just young people, I don't guess. Uh, there's a reference to three-po generation, five-po generation, six-po. I don't, that's, I'm not familiar with that phraseology, but it does provide, it, it's his connection to the song Dope that leads into this uh, next section here. One of my favorite quotes here has to do with the way BTS encourages young people to fight against societal norms and not just go along with them, but to either make the best of them or just 
literally like resist them, uh, not in bad ways, not in violent ways, et cetera, et cetera, just resist, you know, and um, the author is claiming that through the message of a song like Dope, BTS is encouraging, uh, pr providing a, a picture of life for young people in which they can exist outside of that societal structure that is not ideal uh, at all. And there's another philosopher mentioned here, Lazzarato, who I'm still, apologies to Lazzarato, but uh, still viewing people like him as a lesser known philosopher. Not saying he hasn't done some great stuff, but uh, that brings us to the uh, third portion of this chapter called Golden Spoon and Dirt Spoon. And you may, uh, from that title, uh, know where the author will be going in this section. He starts with the song Fire, and there's... it's. It's interesting. It's it's like he's referring to lyrics that he has just gotten through showing people. You know, for example, uh, the, the sentence immediately following from fire reads, these lyrics refer to, etc., etc. Well, when I read something like that, I'm expecting to see the lyrics there. Well, at least in my copy of the book, the lyrics weren't there. And maybe I'm doing something wrong with my Kindle copy, but uh, fire is mentioned, and one of my favorite quotes is in this section, uh, it's one full sentence, while criticizing a culture that divides people into classes, or quote, spoons, BTS instead says, quote, I'm a person, end quote, emphasizing that the inherent value of a human is something that cannot be stratified. I love that. Very well put. Uh, and then, as, as I've said before, I feel like the, there's at least a page's worth of info here that makes no mention of BTS, but just provides more commentary through a philo philosophical lens of what the world is like, and maybe why it is that way, but but let's talk about BTS for whatever reason. And then we get to uh, the first of two back-to-back -back references to the song Crow Tit, aka Silver Spoon. I've always tried to pronounce that song, Bipsay, but uh maybe completely mispronouncing it. I'll just be honest about that, but that's the non-surprising song reference uh, in this section. And there's talk about dirt spoons, gold spoons, uh, and the metaphor of a crow tit that's mentioned in the song. Not surprising. The first big, big name philosopher is mentioned in this section, Plato. It's mentioned a couple of times. I do still feel, even in the section, that I don't know. This is going to sound like review, and so I'm going to go ahead and incorporate it now instead of just doing it later. 
I feel like the author could have had a better dialogue back and forth with BTS. You know, a few sentences that explore philosophy and getting right back to BTS and the lyrics. But instead, it, there are multiple times in this chapter where he barely introduces a philosophical subject with a BTS song, but then kind of leaves BTS to the side, you know? Again, maybe hoping to hook someone early with a BTS reference, but then moving on to just philosophical explorations. And thankfully those explorations don't go on for, you know, eight to ten pages or anything like that. It's only a couple pages, so it's not that long uh, for the average, I think, uh, attention span. But it is something that I, I found uh, interesting. I, th I think there could have been more balance there, and that's part of my review, I suppose. A little early in the episode, the next section, uh, part four of five, is just simply called Change. Uh, one of the big questions starting the chapter is, uh, why are young people not interested in politics? Uh, and there's a reference to people who are in power not not minding the fact, <laughs> maybe even liking the fact that young people aren't interested in politics because as long as they stay busy with other things and don't worry about politics, well then the status quo will be easier to maintain for those who are in power. Uh, the first song referred to in this section is called Am I Wrong? Uh, it's a song I'm not as familiar with as some of the others. I'll be honest about that. Uh, the, the author claims that in that song, uh, or through that song, the group emphasizes the importance of not being disinterested in what we see on the news, and thereby reminding us that it's normal for us to be awakened to these issues that are on the news. Uh, that was a quote for the most part. And this is a very short section. Uh, Aristotle is mentioned, another big name person up there with Plato, obviously. And I hate to say it again, but four to six paragraphs follow that uh, the song that don't make any direct connection or di don't, don't, don't include direct dialogue with BTS or their lyrics. Uh, an RM collaboration song is mentioned next. It's called Change, so not surprising. That's going to come up here. And uh, it's a collaboration with Whale. And the lyrics of that song are actually here. So this seems normal. I mean, not the whole song. But their number here, so that's that's nice. And the philosopher Hannah Arendt is mentioned a few para paragraphs later. But there's really another pair, a whole pages worth of content that you know. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I'm no philosopher, but if I was writing a book like this and I didn't want to lose the attention of people who were mainly interested in BTS and only a little intrigued by philosophy, 
I would have a lot more. I mean, I wouldn't even let one or two paragraphs go before bringing up BTS again, bringing up the lyrics again, just keeping it, keeping that exchange going regularly uh, instead of just using BTS as a springboard into some, you know, lightweight philosophical discussion. And when it comes to review, I will say that, and that's a compliment, you know, lightweight philosophical discussion. I know the author could have probably made this book feel much more academic, and I, I guess he knew better than to do that because he would have gotten no uh, attention from young people if he, if he had done that. So he, he's, he, he does a good job with that. I, I'm only saying I wish there was more regular and consistent dialogue back and forth, just every other paragraph, with BTS and what they stand for and what they're trying to communicate with some of their their music. Um, and I will say, since I only consider one chapter at a time, I'm that's all I'm talking about right now. I'm, I'm, I am never trying to look ahead or look back. I like to treat chapters as standalone units, almost like they're just a whole book in and of itself. So please keep that in mind. Things may be completely different in chapter two. Not sure when we'll get there. It could be several weeks, but uh, it, I'm just talking about this book and uh, the, the possibility that some in, some in the audience could be lost because they were wanting more info about their favorite group, perhaps, BTS. The last section of the chapter is called Morality and Justice. I hate to say it, but I feel like this was another missed opportunity uh, because the, the the section starts off with a reference to one of my favorite uh, BTS songs, and I think I'm not alone, Spring Day. And I don't know if we've actually gotten any <laughs> uh, clear-cut confirmation from the group themselves that this the song Spring Day had to do with a uh, a tragic ferry incident that happened in Korea several years before the song was, was uh, released. But I think a lot of people assume that. I believe that's why the author includes it here, because this is there's, there's a, a huge justice angle to be explored with that incident. And it is mentioned here, the video specifically to Spring Day is mentioned here. And he comes back to Spring Day a few paragraphs later uh, and talks about how BTS has donated millions of, of Korean dollars, any, any uh, millions of dollars, period, to the surviving families of this ferry incident. But but between references to spring but spring day, I I didn't feel like there were enough connections to that incident and philosophy. Uh, yeah, this this section, this last section, is actually kind of light on the phil philosophy angle. It's just a short short section altogether. But uh, there's a mention of. Uh, couple of philosophers but there's just not a lot of meat to go with those 
almost passing references. So anyway, uh, my big takeaway from the chapter, uh, especially as a fan of BTS uh, who appreciates what the group stands for separate and apart from the lyrics of their songs, but also what they stand for in the lyrics of their song. Uh, obviously, those lyrics don't come out of a vacuum. They come out of very thoughtful minds, which BTS certainly has. BTS seems seemed from their very beginning, uh, and they've come a long way. They aren't the people they used to be and have changed. But from their beginnings, they seem to be very in tune with societal issues. And they have a wonderful way that resonates with young people of addressing those issues uh, in, a, in an inspiring way. Just either giving hope to people or giving them kind of some uh, kind of a nudge in the direction of get out there and do something about this or if, if, if not that just do something in your own little corner of your world uh, uh, or in some cases just stop doing this you know uh, and so that was the biggest takeaway and as I've mentioned before when it comes to reviewing books I, I don't consider a lot of questions I, I, I there's not time for that I only consider a couple big ones, and that is how well does this chapter represent BTS, who they are and what they stand for. Okay? It's a unique group. People around the world, uh, even non-fans, have to admit that. This is not a normal group. Not a normal K-pop group, not a normal pop group, not a normal music group. They're unique. How well does the chapter capture that uniqueness? And I feel like uh, the author in in his intro said he was going to compare BTS to other idol groups. That did not happen in chapter one. It may come later, but it didn't happen here. But I think uh, certainly others have observed uh, that BTS stands out from other K-pop groups. If for no other reason than their messaging uh, from their very beginning, has been so meaningful. It's like on another level when compared to the average K-pop group. Not that they don't have messaging too, it's just BTS's has been better, <laughs> more influential. People have just been drawn to it more than other groups, seemingly. Um, and so I, I feel like the author, even though... There wasn't as much consistent talk specifically about BTS and their lyrics throughout this chapter. There is certainly enough uh, to remind longtime fans why maybe you fell in love with them originally. And I think if we're honest, it wasn't just the catchy tunes. Um, it, it, or how handsome they are, or how how well they perform in concerts. It was deeper and more meaningful than that. Than that, and I think this this chapter definitely uh, 
brings that to light, which is a great reminder. And I think it would also be a nice hook for newbies who don't know much about the substance that's in BTS. It might convince them if they've never really taken a deep dive into some of the lyrics in their own language. You know, maybe they don't speak Korean. Maybe they speak some other language. Uh, maybe they've never taken the time to actually read those lyrics. Uh, that, that would have been a great thing, I think, for the author to say, you know, don't take my word for this. If you haven't already looked at these lyrics, go look at them yourself and see what things you might learn from them, from them about philosophy. Uh, so, uh, I would give it definitely one thumb up when it comes to how well it represents who BTS is and what they stand for and the, the way it captures the uniqueness of BTS. That's all I'm going to have today for you today when it comes to uh, material uh, from this particular book. Before I leave, I want to ask you, as I have in the past, if you like this podcast and would like to support it in any way, I would love for you to do so, but not by supporting me specifically. I'd rather ask you to consider making a donation to an effort, a wonderful effort called Books for Africa. Because of their focus on books, I think it's a great fit for this podcast. Uh, because of the way BFA is trying to reach people in need, I, I feel uh, that that also makes it a good fit for a podcast because BTS has has proven to be a group of, of young men who also have a passion for that kind of thing. I still don't know if they have any idea that BFA exists, but I think if they did, they would love th this mission of BFA, and that is to end the book famine in Africa. You can make a donation to BFA. You'll find their website at booksforafrica.org. There's a donate button there or link there. If you visit that site, and you make a donation of any amount, let me know that you have done that. Let me know that it was because you listened to this podcast that you made that donation. That is all the thanks and appreciation and support I could ever ask for uh, when it comes to this podcast. You can email me at btsbythebook, that's B-T-S, B-Y, the book, at gmail.com. Use that address for anything. Questions, comments. And please consider buying B-U-Y, the book that we've discussed today. Let the author know and other authors of BTS books that you are appreciative of their work. Let them know that you believe BTS books are important, not just BTS songs or BTS videos. Um, that books are important too. Let them know that by supporting the works they have created. Again, the name of this book is Philosophizing About BTS by Cha Minju. That's M-I-N-J-U. Thank you again for listening and joining me. We will see you very soon in only a few days uh, next week.